with over 6,500 podcasts coming out this year, few of them give a full recap of Bar Rescue episodes, which is why the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Podcast won't be another statistic, a show dedicated to sitting down, opening the books, and unpacking the emotional roller coaster that is Bar Rescue. And away we go. We're going to do this. Uh, it is the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Show, and this is episode 21, right? I'm going to say 21. Sure. Numbers <laughs> are out the window. It's it's fine. Hey, uh, the, bar, the podcast is allowed to drink now. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's grown up. Yeah, it's all the, yeah we should have uh, checked its ID. We don't need to check ID anymore. No, it's we, all legal. It's perfectly legal. Uh, I am Jim Search, and you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can also go and find me on the Twitters at Jim Search. And you know what? Fuck it. Go on Instagram and find me at Jim Search there, too. Why not? While we're at it. Um, also, uh, you can find our show on Twitter at Shut It Down Recap. And also, you can email us at shutitdownpodcast at gmail.com. So send us uh, any of your uh, fan mail or uh, headshots, whatever you want to send. Yeah. Maybe uh, a, a gift certificate to Applebee's, whatever. We'll take it. Um, and I have two very lovely co-hosts. And to my left, I have... Hey, I'm Katrina Heyer. You can find me on Twitter at Katra Heyer. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. Some good stuff over there, too. So check it out. <laughs> good stuff uh i am max cohen you can find me on facebook twitter and my own website at this is max cohen.com mm-hmm. uh, and as always uh follow jim and katrin on instagram and follow my dog also on instagram <laughs> sleepy nyc dog <laughs> yeah. yeah that's sleepy nyc dog on for all your instagram puppy needs yeah uh shout out coach. to coach yeah, yeah major major shout out to coach man uh so yeah let's uh let's get in let's get right into it uh we are going on a magical journey to the episode of listen y'all sabotage which is as i was saying to max off air but a ode to the beastie boys uh that was a track sabotage uh and the hook was listen all y'all it's a sabotage so thought i'd flex my music muscle there for a hot second weird name for the show (laughs) but whatever it's a great record and a great music video where it's one of the first videos of like two giant robots fighting over a city right Mm -hmm. so i guess that was what they were trying to go for here yes and again (laughs) not uh not a very deep plot uh i must say for our friend uh jeff here who who I, I don't I know. They gave up on the plot like a quarter of the way through the episode. Of this. <laughs> it was so weird. I think everyone's just like, even we don't understand what's going on here. This yeah. is too much intrigue. Yeah, I mean, rescue plot. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll break it down, but uh, we are at Schaefer's Barn Grill in Sumner, Washington. Yeah. Uh, state, Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. Uh, and we uh, meet the, at the time, owner, Jeff Schaefer who, uh, as of name bar, um, bought into the place uh, and was, you know, making some serious cash. Like, the place mm-hmm. was doing great. Really well. He says $1.8 million a year. $1.8 million a year. Great start. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And then you after... for that much money, he could groom his beard a little more nicely. Yeah. That was a, that was a rough-looking beard. That was a, well, well, the whole crowd kind of looked like him, though. Yeah. They were all sort of like, you know... Hard, you know. Hard living. Hard folk. living. <laughs> yeah. 
motorcycle may sort of whatever mm-hmm. and it's also the pacific northwest so you're gonna have that i think you're gonna have yeah. those rugged lots beards. of like rugged white people yeah a lot of rugged white people <laughs> as opposed to the uh, metro white people we have here in new york exactly. uh, so uh after five years of running this place uh jeff is like fuck it i don't want to do this anymore yeah. and sells it to ryan and mita and after he sells it, still stays on as a manager. So there's a little hole in that where, like, I guess, I mean, he wanted to step down. I guess he didn't want the responsibility and decided to step. It just didn't make sense to me as yeah, to why the fuck. Yeah, I guess they must have, like, here's what I, my sort of theory. Maybe they asked him if he would stay on, especially in the beginning, like, because they wanted some guidance. Right. Because it seemed to be so tied to him. Mm-hmm. That was sort of what they were saying. Like he was really like the the, the glue, the so sort of figurehead of that place, and so maybe I would agree with that. If it were Ryan, the fiance, oh he okay, says he has no experience, but Nita says she has fifteen years experience in the yeah. restaurant business. So if she's in it for fifteen years, she should know what's going on. Well, here's right? yeah, you, you know, I think yeah, but I think it was his name. Like I don't know. I think having his presence there was important to them because they felt like. I don't know. That maybe that I, I could be totally wrong. I've, well, I I also feel like though uh, uh, Mita or Nita. I'm sorry. I I uh, can't. I can never read my fucking handwriting. Uh, you think <laughs> you think I'm like in first grade? And I'm just like I don't know. And I wrote here. Uh, but no, Nita. Uh, I think one of the other things that is was in her way is like the confidence. I don't mm-hmm. think she had like yeah, the self confidence. Yeah. yeah. To run the place, right? Uh, so she really felt like Jeff had that confidence because like, you know, every, cause you'd see him, he would be like, well, that's not, you know, that's just not the way to do it. And right. she'd be like, well, okay. Uh, so anyway, that's what I think was as we unpack this and try and figure it out. Um, uh, we see Ryan Are we kind of get the glimpse of Ryan and what the fuck his deal is. Uh, he like just wanted to ride the coattails of the success of Schaefer's, but uh, that's usually not a good plan. Like you should probably uh, step your shit up. Um, so uh, then we meet Bronson, the cook. Um, we get a little snapshot of him. Uh, well, I really liked right off the gate. Like he just seemed. I had like a soft spot for him. Yeah, he seemed like a nice, committed guy. Like yeah, there to work, put in the hours, do a good job. Just like, didn't know how to clean the thing. But. Yeah. <laughs> which uh you want you really want to hit one of john's hot buttons <laughs> get yourself a dirty ass kitchen <laughs> and have him take a look at it oh boy yeah there's uh having there, a dirty kitchen is like a moth to a flame for john Tapper. yeah, yeah. Man. and then like handling it without handling the meat without gloves oh like, man I that mean, was kind of nasty that was like yeah was you, like bronson b Step, <laughs> come on, B. Come on, B. B. Step your shit up, man. You should know better <laughs> than that. And uh, yeah, if you, but yeah, if you really just want to fucking fire up old JT, man, just uh, have yourself a dirty ass kitchen. Yeah. Touch food without gloves. Don't clean the grease trap. Just do all that shit. So uh, that and that's what they did. Uh, and we find that um, they're half a million in debt, and they got about a month left uh, on the place. Right. So their house is on the line, and they have a three-year-old to take care. Oh yeah, of. there was like a little like montage of like the sob story. Yes, sort of because on if, the line. if this place goes under, then Nita doesn't have anywhere to go, right. uh, or the, the she'd be fucked, right? 
And again, this is, I would guess, be like the inverse hot button. Like, or like if you really want to get John on your side, have a family situation, like mm. where it's like the bar is riding, like my kid's future is riding, yeah. then John will really step in and really, uh, yeah, yeah. he'll go to bat for you. Uh, so we, uh, they've got that going in. Um, so yeah, we need us all sad about shit and, you know, just really not <laughs> pumped about the fact that she might go to the poor house if that doesn't work no. out. Um, but then, uh, so we get a little bit of a snapshot of Sumner. It's like 20 miles outside of Seattle. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we kind of figure out the town. Um, and then we meet, uh, we meet our experts, uh, David Vaughn, mm -hmm. uh, on the bar tip and Aaron McCargo. Love him. Yeah. His earrings, man. Those yeah. Are great hoops. Those We've are... had him a couple times now, I think, only. He was mm -hmm. just on I... the um, Win, Loser, Brawl. Yeah, he was just on Win, Loser, Brawl. I really like him. This yeah. one, I like. think I solidified. Like, He's like my favorite cook. He's one of the best. He's one yeah. of my favorite chefs. It's him and, and uh, Pink are one of my favorite yeah, chefs. You were, yeah, I remember you were a big fan of Pink. Like, Aaron is just... <laughs> he got really mad, too. Yeah. He got a little taffer in him. Like, <laughs> he's got some that's fire. Why John, that's the why John fucks with him. him. John, oh, yeah. And it's great because, like, what, and I think I said it uh, in Win, Lose, or Brawl, but uh, Aaron uh, is one of the only, if, if I can, if I remember, if, if this is true, I believe it is to be true, Aaron's one of the few chefs I've seen jump in in the kitchen and yeah. start making food because you never really see the chef's actually do no, shit. No, they're just like looking like, oh, come on, step it up. Keep right. Yeah. Yeah. No, this guy, like he gets in. He's, he, he's really passionate. Yeah. yeah. He gets, he got real, he gets real hands on. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll jump in and try and make shit happen. Um, which, you know, I see both sides of it because like, I think when you're a chef, you've earned the right to like, you know, not have to get in the kitchen anymore right. because you've done your shit. You, you paid your dues, so to speak. But you know, Aaron's just true to the game. Mm -hmm. And listen, these people are ordering food. They need to get the food. We'll yell at each other and we'll figure right. out the problems after mm -hmm. our customers get their food. Yeah, no, he's he's really inspiring. Yeah, yeah. a uh, <laughs> a uh, we, they do a little montage of him. And he's a true great hero moment. of Bar Rescue. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of our heroes, guys. Big big time. Yeah. So uh, we meet uh, we meet Lindsay, the bartender, and then. Uh, uh, Oh, that well then. And she's way over pouring and she's just doing crummy drinks. She's yeah, I'm bored on this episode from the beginning though. Like, there's some shit going on. Yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, and it there's well there there is some shit happening, right? And it's just <laughs> so silly, and it just doesn't. It's rooted in nonsense. It's rooted it, in nonsense, and then it all just stems from the outside, right? As soon as John pulls up in the big uh, spy SUV, the totally nondescript black Escalade that always pulls up. Mm -hmm. They pull up. They pull up outside, and it's a very like nondescript exterior. There's like no call to action. It's not yeah. really well lit. It doesn't really say. It just has the name Schaefer's. It doesn't really say what it is. Like it's not. Well, it's a great. Didn't Nita like really? She's stressed. She really wanted this like sports bar, and like she's mm -hmm. passionate about sports bars. This was like her thing. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing. There was nothing outside that said no. like sports bar and grill, all the games. Yeah, yeah, whatever. whatever, whatever yeah, you should do to advertise like this is the place to come if you want to watch games and be social. Yeah, there's none of that. It's all missing. And uh, what's also missing is uh, Jeff's motivation <laughs> because <laughs> it just—I don't know, man. He didn't really seem like he thought shit out. But we come to find out, or the uh, rumblings of Jeff is purposely sabotaging right. uh, the business to get it shut down so that he, then he in turn can buy it back 
at a lower price. I felt like that was a bit manufactured totally. controversy. Because and like I don't know if that was really his game here. It was weird because like the way he was doing it wasn't straight up sab like it no. wasn't interesting sabotage like making drinks go missing like messing with orders and stuff he was just going around to customers being like nita's screwing up yeah he's making this place go down if we get rid of nita and i get back in we'll all be okay i'm like no you're just an ass and yeah it was weird ass. though but he also yeah i don't know okay <laughs> it, 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 uh, yeah and, and i mean it, i think i was saying it before but it's just like there wasn't any sort of financial gain, so I didn't quite see the end game of him fucking this place up. Yeah. Right? Like, why take it over when it's on the cusp of going bankrupt? Well, they kept closing? saying, oh, Jeff wants to buy it back at a lower price. Lower price, whatever. I don't know. And it's like, well... I was very suspect of that story. Yeah, it just, it didn't, it was silly, and, you know, look... Uh, bar rescue writers if you really if you want a trio of people who haven't could put together an in-depth <laughs> riveting plot line that would just suspend emotion do you know bar there's three people producers. i can do you think know how of. many spec scripts i have on my desktop <laughs> yeah home? i have ready to, ready to go uh-huh. yeah i think the writers on. were just a little like i don't know they weren't taking a gamble or they were yeah, whatever man. Either way, uh, so then John gets uh, Aaron and Dave to send Nita outside to John, and that's when well, Nita. Well, well, sorry, oh just yeah, go ahead. for a minute. Good. When you say that Aaron and John, uh, Aaron and what's it, Dave, Dave. yeah, tell Nita to go out. They were the recon. It, John's there. Like there weren't even recon or spies or people of the community to send in. Mm-hmm. John just sent in his own people and be like. Just order oh, drinks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and the they drinks. were just ordering drinks and ordering food. And it was just a crap. Sh- it was just a shit show. Yeah. Well, I, do I don't have know why to I tried say, to censor myself on this show. Oh, you don't have to. I do also just want to say one thing. I'm getting a little fucking sick <laughs> of them going into these bars and expecting these like small town bartenders to know what a goddamn Rob Roy is. Yeah. I mean, like, no one orders those anymore. Can we be real here? <laughs> let's, let's talk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Manhattan, that's one thing. Yes. Absolutely, you should know what a Manhattan is. But no one knows what a Rob Roy is anymore. That went out in like 68. Like, we're yeah. done with Or that. like a rusty nail. Yeah, like, like, can we just stop with this like ho- like bullshit? I don't know. And then there's Taffer's favorite drink, the Godfather, which I'd never even heard of. Which of, we'd of, never heard of before. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, well, uh, what was the liqueur? I don't even remember. It's anymore. Amaretto. Amaretto, yeah. No, and, and there's a, to be fair, there's a few that have sustained. A Manhattan, a screwdriver, whatever. Now, you know, the like, reason- I, I think they order gimlet. a vodka gimlet, which is not complicated and it's just vodka and lime right? no and a gimlet still is ordered actually yeah. so like that's messed up that she didn't was just like look up yeah no that. that's bullshit the, but a rob roy and these other things no the reason why i remember what goes into a godfather not outside of john but yeah. like i did i took one of those bartending classes mm. when i moved to new york and the you remember a godfather because it's scotch and amaretto and the S-A, the, the S in Scotch, the A in Amaretto, because the Godfather in the movie, he shoots assholes. That's how you remember <laughs> it's Scotch and Amaretto. But anyway, little delve into my life of bartending. Shoots assholes. Good to remember. Yeah, no, yeah. I just wanted to say that little thing. Something that I've like <laughs> noticed throughout our like, yeah. podcast uh, trajectory here, and this is, I have to finally say it. I'm like, this is... Enough's enough. Enough's enough, guys. Like, let's... <laughs> 
stick with the most popular drinks that are brewed the margaritas, the yeah. margaritas. And you know what? I guarantee they would fuck up a margarita. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it, why not try with the things that are still drank? The, drunk that are whatever. still out there, right? Yeah. It's almost a better starting point. Like, if you're fucking up margaritas, wh- yeah. like how do, where do you begin? But or if even if... up drinks that people don't order, so like, well, you just need a refresher. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It um valid points. These are all very valid points. Just had to put um, no, thank you. That was getting a, great a little point. political. You know, it's the election <laughs> so <season>. political. <laughs> this is age discrimination against drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get it. Uh, so so all right. Uh, yeah. So Dana, uh, the bartender, she doesn't know what a Rob Roy is. And then uh, and this is man, Aaron's hot button man, the six ounce steak for six dollars and ni- not happy six dollars and 99 cents for a fucking six ounce steak no plus sides plus sides yeah i'd almost offer more money if i saw that i'd be like are you sure you don't need 10.99 for this like <laughs> even 9.99 like, i feel weird spending um the pricing on the menu is out of control was think- it morton steak you know <laughs> remember yeah yeah, I think it might be later, but Aaron then looks at the menu and there are nachos for thirteen dollars. Yeah, like, the pricing is way which out of is source. way because I mean if you look at like the food like food cost of nachos, what is it like fucking chips? It's uh, like two dollars if that if that right? It's so so it's, cheap. Nachos are like the cheapest. Yeah. Nachos should be six ninety nine and the fucking steak should be thirteen ninety nine. Man, at least. At Jesus least. Christ! You get away with close to twenty or more. Yeah. Depending well, on if you're doing market. a special, thirteen ninety nine is good. But yeah, yeah, man. So Aaron uh, tries to order food. They're out of all types of shit. Right, like, they're out of the ribs. They're out of uh, yeah. clams. Just Which I think is okay for that kind of bar. I think you can pass on the clams. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I want that in my life either. <laughs> order clams from that place? Nah, unless oh. I want to just unless I have eight hours free for shitting and barfing then yeah <laughs> then totally like if my you know, schedule's I, clear as an aside also when the older you get you have to like plan out like okay can i do i have the ability to mm-hmm. waste time with this food order yeah, yeah. <laughs> do do i have do I, do, literally do i have time on the back end to eat this food to right. eat this food like do i Schedule. you gotta schedule out you your food sk- man I get it. I'm. I've been there and still am because I'm 35. Uh, oh, so yeah. uh, getting old sucks. Yep. Now I say on there in there, one of the nice things is they do have a POS system. They do they have do. one two to, to touch POS. System right. To so they already have that. So like that's not. They're not at a total zero starting place. They got something going. They're they're working right. But here's the thing with that POS, and this ties into our next little moment. Uh, it takes uh, 17 minutes for a burger to come out that Aaron orders. Not okay. No. Shouldn't you don't want a burger? Well, because he ordered all these dishes at the same time but that doesn't matter because what if you had a table of six people right yeah like what they, they counted you can't. The, the chef waited 17 minutes just to put the burger on and it wasn't like he was slammed with other orders no no Bobby, step up your game yeah step up your game, babe. for real and now this is where uh john uh john loses shit but we see bronson uh he's just touching everything with his hands yeah, yeah. he's grabbing the spatula and then he's grabbing like the seasoning and then he touches the meat and no oh, don't man uh not not the move so aaron uh aaron and jeff order the food the d- level of doneness for each thing is completely fucked up mm-hmm. like they ordered i think they ordered a burger like medium well uh, they came out well done, and then they ordered something else, and like it was pink on the inside. Like it was, they were all over the place. 
So then yeah, there's more with the drink shenanigans. Lindsay's throwing a fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, whatever drink they ordered, she's like, we don't have, I forget what it was. It was like, we don't have vodka. We don't have. Oh no. It was, he, then he ordered a Manhattan and she goes, well, we, I can't make that. There's no sweet vermouth. <laughs> He's like, okay. And she was, she was a little but tart on that. If I remember. At least she knows. Well, at least she Manhattan. knew Manhattan. Which, in a, it just it was just so silly because like Lindsay just has a breakdown because I didn't have the thing so she's like they wanted to make all these fucking drinks and I don't know how she sounds like me right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, with you I'm with you L you're hashtag I'm Lilo. with L <laughs> I, I'm with her I'm, I'm with her, her. Hashtag, hashtag I'm with her I told you I was getting political no no she did though. And it was one of those rare, this episode in general, I thought was one of those ones where you're kind of, it's kind of meta episode. Yeah, like, a little meta. Like she's, Lindsay's like mad at the bar rescue people. Like yeah. she's like, they're, these, you know, people are coming in and asking <laughs> me to make that. Like she, she storms out because of, because yeah. of bar rescue. And then. Nita has to chase after her. Like, Nita. Come. <laughs> and I. That I, was like. <laughs> that was like the weirdest begging and pleading from like zero to quit and beg to return. Well, Nita's freaking out because she's like, she's one of my best bartenders. Like, I can't lose her. Which. And, but she was so shitty as a bartender. <laughs> like that's, and this is where John and I. There's very rare moments on the show where John and I are like just in sync with like where this is going. And he says it later on. But I'm thinking to myself, as I'm watching this, like there's better. There's so many better bartenders yeah. out there yeah, in the world. Honey, you can find. John says it later. If she's gone, good. Fuck her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck it. No, man. I thought the same like, thing. Yeah. I was like, what? There's. You're you can hire on fighting for the wrong things. I mean, it's yeah. one thing like if you're okay. And they're only 20 minutes outside of Seattle. They can find like a college kid even that yeah. needs money that's like has hustle. Like Hell it's, yeah. it's not hard to find I I don't think. It, it like okay, I'm trying to sympathize with Nita on some level, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you are in the middle of a busy shift, right? And uh, Lindsay pulls the shit and she's like, I gotta fucking go, right? Maybe exude a little effort to be like, hey, look, can you quit after the shift? Right. Like, can you at least just finish out your shift? Because like, I need a person here, but I would not be running through a fucking parking lot to chase this lady down to be like, hey, look, please, for the love of God, you are amazing. Can you come back and do this? Yeah, Get the fuck crazy. out of here. It just looked so fun. And Lindsay that. was, I think Lindsay was spooked more than anything is what I felt like. Mm. She was. I, I almost feel like this should be a scene that was like after the stress test. I feel like this yeah. is like Lindsay running out being like, this is ridiculous. There's yeah. like bar rescue sabotage. And it's like, do that at the stress test when you're actually under a lot of pressure. Right. And shit's no, going she south. just didn't want to deal with it at all. I yeah. don't think. She I think she was like, beginning. yeah, she was out. Yeah. She, and she needed an out. And I feel like right. this might've been the yeah. out, right? Yeah. So then like, and again, we double down on just erratic behavior from a good friend, Nina, Nita, because she then turns around and yells at Ryan for no reason. There was no, just, just lashing out, railed into him. And was like, and he's not a bad guy. He's just no. kind of clueless. He was very clueless well, he from the beginning. He doesn't have any restaurant right. experience. This is his first it's just thing. He's there. just like helping out the fiance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly messing up. But if there's no one to train him, how good can he be? Right. Well, he's yeah. Set up for failure. You gotta uh, uh, walk before you run. And so, uh, oh, so then Aaron uh, yells at the kitchen for being trash as fuck. Just waiting on food. And that's where Aaron gets like Taffer-esque mm-hmm. in a big way. Like, this fucking place. 
And it was Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys catch the great zinger <laughs> as there was the, the big throwdown and Lindsay was running out and Nita was f- running after her and she was yelling at Ryan? Did you catch the zinger that Aaron threw out as he muttered to David? No. No. Nah, nah. He was just like, is this a bad time to mention that the soup is cold? <laughs> I did. No, I did. I do remember that now. I didn't even realize he even ordered soup. That's probably why I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me either. Actually, I had to like pause and like look at everything. You're on the like, table. wait, like, was there even soup? I was like, it doesn't matter. It's just a great line. That's there, great. That's it's brilliant. now a good time. Some comedic timing, re- yeah. timing and relief. Timing is everything yeah. there. A- uh, Aaron McCargo, comedian on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Book him for all of your events. He and will. There's a, there's light a little up. Uh, like uh, between the scenes sort of thing. If you watch it on on TV proper, if you like DVR'd it. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's hilarious. There's a shot where like David is trying to like train them on drinks or ask for a drink. Yeah. Okay. The bartender, it wasn't Lindsay, it was the other one. I forgot her name. But uh, she asks, what's in a Negroni? Mmm. That's and, beer. Yeah. And so Ryan had to look it up and Ryan just looks back up at her and goes, what's Campari? <laughs> and David, the, the bar expert, just goes, oh, we have our work cut out for us. Right. Like, yep. It's going to be a big episode. As, and you know what it is, and I hate to say this in some respect, but it's just like, what, when you go into a, like, and you kind of alluded to this earlier, but like, when you go to Sumner, Washington, right, <laughs> what is your level of expectation like, here? Oh. You know, it's like, when I go, I mean, this is a little localized for all of our uh, fans out here, but when I go to Dwayne Reed. I know what I'm getting into, right? <laughs> I, I, my love, my or a bar, CVS, a CVS, Walgreens, m- whatever. My my convenience store, uh, my level of expectation is incredibly low. Mm-hmm. If there is eye contact from the counter, great, that's great. But if it doesn't happen, I know why, because I know where the fuck I am, right? Yeah, and you know, so, what, whenever I go into Dwayne Reed, I am never ordering their sushi to go. No. <laughs> I Unless know. you Dwayne Reed sushi, if and you, they've tried to. Well, that's this is a great analogy, actually, Jim. I think you. you're onto something because they did Dwayne Reed for us, for you New Yorkers. Um, they did try to like elevate their, themselves. Try to they step have their this, game like, up. Sephora esque, like higher end cosmetic area, and you're and it's always abandoned. Like, yeah, they have the sushi, and no one buys it. So it's it, like, no, it's like you know, I'm getting Sour Patch Kids. I'm not getting sushi. Exactly. Like, like when I buy a mega bus ticket for ten dollars, yeah, I'm pretty sure nothing's gonna work on that fucking bus because <laughs> like, I pay ten dollars. I'm not gonna complain about the Wi-Fi on a mega bus because I, I'd be I once took a mega bus and the Wi-Fi was, of course, out. And there was sure. a woman who was on a, I guess, on a poor man's business trip. Right. She called her assistant, yelling at the assistant, saying, "You call mega bus and get Wi-Fi on this bus. <laughs> Tell me, get an answer for why I can't get Wi-Fi on here." <laughs> Because you pay ten dollars, yeah. motherfucker. That's why. Right. Get it she, together. And she didn't give the assistant any time. She, as soon as she hung up, she called right back, going, "Well, did you get an answer? Why don't you have an answer?" Like, oh, oh, that poor assistant. Fuck that lady. Uh, so. No, it's anyway, true. Yeah. Back. Uh, that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and so just ex- measure our expectations, right? Um, so then we see that Jeff does not give a fuck. He is not interested in keeping up the standards and uh just running the kitchen or just running this place and i think john well john calls it out and he's just like when it was your place these things were fixed right like you were on top of your shit when it's not your money you don't care 
But he is which, getting paid by these but he's guys. Get, he was getting yeah. paid, what was it, like $40,000 a year. For part-time. For part-time? Which is yeah. a That's lot. Tight. That's a, well, like that's a, a lot gig. of money. That's a great gig for Hell part-time, yeah. man. Hell yeah. For part-time. And, and on top of that, not doing shit either. Like, that's amazing. Like, if you can just have yeah. this low-impact low impact job for forty k a year. Um, so then- uh, And especially John- that area- it's yeah. like that's probably a lot of that's money. That's a lot of money for that area. I don't think this episode addresses like median income for the area. Uh, no. no, it didn't. No. It didn't. But I'm guessing 40k is a good living out there. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go that far as well. Uh, this was a nice return to like classic Taffer of like he was like throwing stuff around the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He was throwing pots we got cans. really good classic Taffer he here. He was throwing stuff, yep. screaming in people's faces. Yeah, just like. It was just a nice return to form. Just I was very happy yeah. with this. True to form. I was really, I really enjoyed the whole, you know, elevation yeah. of his <laughs> temper, the yeah. way he threw down the 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 glass and it spray. You know, like yeah. there was just little details that I missed. Finer nuances of, Finer of nuances. Mr. Ta- of Mr. Taffer. Right? Yeah. Great cuts to the. You know, his blazer game is getting absurd. Yes. Has anybody noticed this? I always mm-hmm. have to comment on the clothes. The red and maroon blazers. What is going yeah. on? I mean, this is great. This is. <laughs> I believe. I believe it's what's called a statement piece. He's it is. wearing. He's wearing a lot of statement pieces. I respect yep. that. His color scheme is getting mm-hmm. just. Yeah. I really like it. He's getting very confident in his blazers and i love it and it shows and he deserves it <laughs> <laughs> yes so we uh so we get into uh so oh, so then we get to the meeting they have their you know uh uh the powwow the powwow sort and that's where john calls out jeff for making 40k a year and doesn't do shit yeah and then john calls him out on his shit and he's like yo man you know when it was your place it was great when it's not it's not um and then uh our good we, friends at Partender come are back. Good, and we yeah, and we, we figure out. We have it. Um, I was we, really happy to see that. Yeah, and and look, Partender will tell you what's going on, man. Like we find out, uh, just in a broader context, that they are losing three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a mm-hmm. year in overpouring, which would put a huge dent in their debt. If they yeah. weren't, and wasn't fucked. that like the price of what she needed for her house or yes. something? Yeah, yeah. So he like it was fifty two hundred dollars in a week that they were measuring. Yeah. Right, that's what it was fifty two hundred. And so Nita's like just crying. Yeah, like, yeah. She's losing her shit because she's just like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. Yeah, uh, for doing this. And I, I will say, John, um, and another uh, superlative for him is that he will he'll call out every side of this bullshit. Like, like you know, Jeff, you're fucking up. You know, he he calls him out, but then he's just like, "Yo, Nita, this is still your fucking place. Yeah. Like, you still have to do your shit. Mm-hmm. You have to keep on top of what you should be as an owner. Yeah, and you're not doing that because, well, she didn't have. I don't think she has self confidence too. But anyway, yeah, she's th- just resigning herself to this fate of like everyone's overpouring. Jeff is right. helping out. Everything's a mess, and nothing left to do except freak out about it. And- right. And yep. chase after mediocre bartenders, and that's what John said. He's like, you know, you chase, you're chasing a shit bartender in a parking lot. If she doesn't want to work there, fuck her. Go yeah. find yeah. someone who wants to, man. You know, and let that be a life lesson. Don't chase people who don't want to fucking be around you. Mm-hmm. Find people who do. So, uh, so then, yeah, we find out uh, the bartender biz, and then John wants everyone to go on probation. This is now, this is it. So you're either going to ship up or shape up or ship out. Mm-hmm. That's his deal. 
and he wants Nita to say it, and she's kind of hesitant because, you know, I think she's resigned to being, uh, I don't want to say complacency, but I feel like she's resigned to her failure. Right. She is, yeah. So she doesn't want to, because change is so scary for her, but failure is a constant, so she's okay with that. And then uh, our cook is, is very... Um, that's why I loved him so much too. He's like, I really want this to work out. Like I rely mm-hmm. on this is my only job. Like I really need yeah. this. And he was really like, I need, you know, he wants us he to was really on board. So yeah. hell yeah. Good kid. So, you know, if we, we do. Yeah. Great. Good kid. Solid <laughs> kid. Wonderful Good kid. kid. Yeah. Just got a lot of heart, a lot of passion. <laughs> you know, I live through him. So, <laughs> he, uh, so after, uh, John gives the ultimatum to Nita to tell everybody, uh, we cut to some drink porn shots, you know, the, the glass and the ice. There was a lot just a lot thrown of in, like the yeah. editing this episode. Woo. Yeah. And we'll see, I mean, uh, in our next episode, there's a lot of like, just like, uh, flashy shit going on. Um, so, um, uh, Dave uh, comes in to teach uh, about Colin's drinks, and uh, Ryan has to learn the drinks, but he's just guessing. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And uh, the low expectations are met. <laughs> like, yeah. He, yeah. He kind of alluded to what I was saying earlier. I'm just like, yeah, um, my bar was really low, and they met that low bar that <laughs> I had. <laughs> like, they were just not, and you know, again, they're in Sumner, fucking Washington. I don't want to uh, alienate our fan base in Sumner. However, what I will say is that you know, you're not gonna have five star caliber bartenders in Sumner. I've never been, but I'm willing to jump out. Well, unless much. it's like a, unless they have a cocktail lounge that's specifically designed for that, right? But like a sports bar called Schaefer's. What? Yeah, like this Merlot is not the standard <laughs> at this TGI Fridays. Fuck y'all. I will right. not accept a 2014 Merlot. That was a rubbish vintage. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck y'all. So we then. <laughs> they were so excited when Ryan finally did make a good drink. It took like 10 minutes and four edits. Right. Yeah. Jump cuts. And he's like, <laughs> hey, he finally got a good drink. We got it. We got it. We got but a good in one. Defense, he'd never been. That was his first time behind a bar. That yeah. was the first time that dude ever made a drink. Yeah, and again, I mean, there's a steep learning curve if you've never done this. Totally, for sure. I was just about to say, man, you know, that learning curve is something that we got to fucking keep in mind. Uh, So then uh, we cut to some food porn shots. Yeah, you know, we got uh, a stick sandwich looked so good. Oh yeah, yeah, Aaron's up. So this was really cool too, and I'm sure I thought of Max because of the money situation. But like, he talked about. Wait, 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 was that? No, because no, you're always you're always good with the like financial uh, stuff. Yeah, well, y- to be fair, there is you know the dollar point of like there's this place is like sixty two dollars per square inch, right? Not meeting the <clears throat> standard. I see what was going on. No, but then also with the steak sandwich, it was really cool how he was like. I mean, they've done this in a couple other episodes before, but you know, if you like make a steak sandwich, you're using significantly less meat, mm-hmm. um, but you're still able to charge like a good amount, mm-hmm. but you're still getting a lot of the food blah 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 sorry right. that sounded very much like an international bank cabal statement oh sorry <laughs> it's okay uh yeah like <laughs> matt uh max you're in the banks working on the food cost <laughs> yeah max you and the other lizard people really just want to kill everybody right so uh you you dug I'm this i'm only saying that because you're always the <laughs> one bringing true. up the, the cost i am though it's very important in a business model <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh oh so yeah so aaron uh basically you can make like two or three sandwiches for the price for like one, one. of those steaks before right. is sort of what it was working out to you and, and to your point about how i 
<laughs> notice this stuff a lot. That's my next note is that John says this stress test is going to be market research. Do they yeah. want to pay for the more affordable steak sandwich or do they want to go bigger for a steak that's appropriately priced at like 16 bucks? I right. Think it is. And is like a f- even that to me seems low-balling the price. You could probably charge a little more. But that's 20. The, the, yeah. yeah, but that's the, they're going with a $16 steak and they're also going to test which spirit they like, whiskey or vodka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and simple whiskey, which I've never heard of a whiskey Collins, but why the hell not? Yeah, well, right. whiskey fuck or vodka it. Collins. So yeah, they so uh, so then they so they they roll out the stress test, yeah. and Ryan's rocking it out, and then uh, we see that the four dollar ninety nine cent steak sandwich is selling. Yeah. Which yeah, I kind of figured that was going to be the uh, since we're in summer, and you're still a really good deal. You're getting steak, you're getting it's on bread, and you're getting French fries next to it. So it was yeah. like and those fries looked really good. Yeah, yeah, man. Great. I mean, and, you know, we see Aaron's cooking, like he's helping out in the kitchen. Yeah. Again, I'm always blown away by that to see the experts uh, getting their hands dirty. And but it's hard. They they fall behind 17-minute ticket times. Yep. Mm-mm. Not good. And, you know, we see, you know, Jeff is Jeff's trying to keep his job, but then Jeff and Nita aren't talking. Like there's no communication between the two. So the food's not coming out. Right. And, you know, obviously I'm, you know, saying what's been said a million times, but communication is so important when you're trying to run a bar or anything for that matter. And so that's why there's no food coming out. Um, props to Ryan behind the bar because he was, he was actually doing a good job. Like, yeah, man. He was yeah. keeping up He's with a workhorse. the pressure. Yeah. yeah. He just because yeah. he wants the bar to succeed. He totally. just never knew how to do it. Right. Exactly. And so now we see the drinks starting to fall behind. John's getting yeah. pissed. It uh, it's it's not it's not looking good. But we do pull some valuable market research. Uh, we see they the, shut it down, right? They do shut it yeah. down. And it was a very ni- it was like a nice shut it down. It was like a tame shut it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you know. By the way, also during the stress test during the commercial, they had another one of those like twenty second yeah, cut yeah. scenes, <laughs> and right. it was hilarious because it was it cuts to a scene earlier when Aaron is in the kitchen yelling at the crew about the $13 nachos. And he was asking, like, why didn't you have, like, ribs, clams, any of this stuff? And Ryan said they said they were sold out because the ribs were frozen and they didn't want to sell that to the customers. Mm. Which I'm like, okay, good for you not wanting to sell frozen crap because that's that's a big no-no in all of John Taffer's kitchens. Never right. have frozen food and stuff. But yeah, why don't... are you wasting that much money on frozen food? Yeah, yeah exactly. You're just throwing money out the window. And then not even trying to sell and move the product to at least mm-hmm. get rid of the frozen stuff exactly. just let it sit there it's not wasting money space and inventory not a good look not no. a good look in the least so we get our market research right and we figure out that uh 75 of the guests wanted the steak sandwich and then 70 percent were after the vodka so good stuff we've, right. we've taken some good intel and this is interesting i like saw some uh stat i was looking online and vodka is like the most drunk spirit in the united states oh. interesting so that's something i learned with this it's a personal i didn't mean to take mind. your job of research max no, but teamwork, teamwork <laughs> nah, the dream work that's right that's yeah i was right. just curious about this and it's across the board vodka is the ho- most highly drunk spirit in really? the country wow mm-hmm. how about that and also more and most calorie effective as well it's uh, i think okay. so 110 calories a shot so that being said, uh, we uh, move right along. We see Nita and John uh, have a sit down. They talk about firing Jeff mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, for obvious reasons. But you know, it's going to be Nita and Ryan's operation. So it's like you can't have him on 
as like the former. He's owner. dead weight too. He is I mean, dead he's weight. Not doing anything really. And he's really just. I think he's just kind of a blowhard at this point. Um, so they they talk about it and they're like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna fire him. So Nita and Ryan. Uh, so Ryan comes in and then uh, they further talk about firing Jeff. Uh, and then they have to figure out uh, their new bar because it's going to be a new face. I mean, obviously, John handles that end, but like that's the other layer to this story is that they now have to put together a new face. So uh, we do some more food porn shots, which are great. Uh, and then uh, Aaron uh, whips up an amazing beef platter that, again, I just there, – there was so much – Aaron – if I could pay him to uh, cater my house, that'd be fucking tight. Yeah, that looked really good. Like, he wrapped the meat around the hunk of cheese. Yeah, that yeah. was really the good. Cheeseburger slime, mm. like, the cheese was inside the meat. I'm like, Phew. Yeah, man. It's good. I'm, I'm with it. And uh, by the way, when they sat down, they brought Jeff in, and they hugged it out. It was, like, a very amicable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they let oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff go, it was, like, pretty. He no, understood. Jeff, like, totally understood. He was like, makes sense. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Gave I'm him cool hugs. with it. Hugs across the board. So, which again goes back to how weird this subterfuge sabotage storyline was. Like, well, wait, if this whole thing was like, bring him down. Yeah, that over, was why. Why I are was you like, walking away so easily? <laughs> yeah, it just. Did it you just, just realize that was a bad plan? It wasn't going to work, or do you realize your shit was called on? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't really like. He just gave up. He's like, I guess I'm not sabotaging the bar anymore. Or like, <laughs> you know, I. I guess I'm not like going to buy this place back at a cheap after all yeah whatever whatever uh so if, if i have a clean kitchen i don't want a part of it <laughs> yeah fuck I, that. I only want to manage shitty gross kitchens Mm-hmm. so uh we see our new drinks uh the fire ring and the smoky moon um which i've started to notice something uh i don't know if it's necessarily in here but like they're really starting to work in coffee to a lot of these they're new drinks. really into coffee yeah. they're into these coffee drinks which like i don't know man as a as, on a personal note and maybe this is how i drink i don't know if i could be in a bar and drink like four alcohol coffee drinks because i'm gonna be a hot mess you'll <laughs> be up all night i'm yeah. gonna be up all night and just a fucking disaster but well it's interesting i was also thinking about that like that seems like a weird pairing to put in so many bars but is that essentially the same thing as like a red bull and vodka like you want do you want you probably want your customers mm. to stay up i wonder awake also if drinking? it's like a better idea for like a brunch program yeah yeah i feel like oh, that yeah. is really and especially like you know like in the fall and winter you have the hot toddy you have all that stuff yeah. Um, I feel like those are good drinks for brunch you know. is dominated by mimosas and Negronis yeah. and champagne. Like it's time to add some other drink options yeah. to the brunch. Or like you know, early, like you know, like a happy hour coffee is okay because four p.m. you're still it's okay. But yeah, like a late night coffee drink, I don't know. Unless you're, yeah. but I like the brunch going to the idea. club. Yeah, it's man. Or you just party until five in the morning. That's, <laughs> on a Tuesday, on I don't yeah, know. Going up in the club on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> and you also love smoke. This is like the second or third. <laughs> there was one bar a couple seasons ago where it was all like smoke drinks. Smoke drinks. Yeah. Everything. And now we want just, black tea smoke to put on. Like it seems very complex and complicated. For but you know what. What you know, just WWJTD man. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? So design a cocktail program that is unique to the area. Correct. That's exactly That's what. That's true. Was. Seattle. Yep. So we uh, so then uh, we do our remodel, we do a renovation, and then we unveil Oof. our new bar. This was hard for me. Yeah, the R Lee. Anyway. Oh, the R Lee. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jim's yeah. face. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Jim's face. Yeah. Yeah. He, he essentially just wiped a tear away from his eye. Mm-hmm. That And that sign was not good. No. What was going on? Yeah. Well, well, Arlie is her son, which is a very sweet idea. Right. Yeah. Like, but it also shaper. seemed a little Civil War-y for I me. was about to say. Yeah. I was um, like, that looks... <laughs> Oof, the yeah. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> mm, not a good guy. Uh, no. Well, was definitely, I would go so far as say, on the wrong side of history. Uh, but also, the sign looked, it was small yeah. and like uninvited. I just. It wasn't warm. What it the hell? What? It didn't even look like a bar sign. It looked like, God, I like an accountant's sign yeah like arlie, like and, arlie associates. A, and associates or, or military surplus store like yeah coming, <laughs> yeah exactly for extra, not, like world war ii era that was very disappointing yeah and that being said nita's not sold she is no. and he, right and neither were I, we I, the audience we weren't the viewers yeah we were. i did like sold. the interior i thought the interior looked nice it was a very hearth and home sort of i vibe. like the idea too but she really stressed that she wanted to be a sports bar and i don't blame her yeah i have yeah. to say and I'm on, I'm on board with her with that and when they go, but then they go to the, and you know, this was actually an interesting, I mean, we've seen it a couple times, but like yeah. John's reaction, I was very intrigued by because yeah. he like, she, he said, you know, like, how do you like the place? And she was kind of like, eh, I wanted a sports bar, John. You don't seem convinced. Yeah. Yet, you don't seem convinced. Said. And he's, but he was very much like, okay, well, you know, I've given you a platform and now you can tailor it to what you want. And I was kind of like. John, that's very yeah. you. I would have expected to hear like this is how it is. That's what it's <laughs> usually. Be. If you want it your way, your way is failure. Yeah, your way is success. <laughs> but his was very. It was a very diplomatic approach. It like was. Yeah. I, I was very intrigued by that. He um, even said like, here are the places you can add TVs. Like he pointed out like here, 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 and here. Yeah, yeah. So and she even said she like under her breath. She's like, there's no TVs. I need more TVs. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So. so now, uh, so. Uh, she wants a sports bar back and then uh, we do our uh, six. Oh, so then Nita wants Jeff back, right? Yeah, before they open for the relaunch. That was so weird. And that it, was so Stockholm Syndrome-y. Yeah. I gotta call him back. Yeah. I need Jeff. And it was just something like where it, and of course he says no. He's like, like, go fuck yourself. Well, was you it just, no or no unless you put my sign back up? Oh. That's right. I thought it was like, I'll only come so back then and she work goes, you and then you Right, and so she asks John. She's like... Where's the sign? She's like, did you guys throw out the sign? Where is it? And he's like, I don't have a sign. He's yeah. like all it's, pissed. I mean, look, not liking the hearth at home look is one thing, but to be like, I totally want to undo this immediately, like to your face. Like, thanks for all your hard work, but I want to undo oh, yeah. it while you're And he looked here. hurt. Like I thought, I, not yeah. hurt, but he looked like. Insulted. Insulted. Yes. Thank you. And just like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yo, man. Just so dismissive of the work. And yeah. I don't know if it was the best thoughts that John had about renaming and relaunching this bar, but it was I his mean, thought. It was like, he, I mean, it was her shitting on his thought process, which yeah. he's refined over 20 years of rescuing yeah. bars. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, I don't think, I mean, look, the Arlie uh, could have went with a better name. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, so, I, but so I, like 12 Beers a Slave was 12, like, ah, you can like, work on a better ooh. episode name. We're on, we're on the line with this. Uh, but, 
you know, it, but I mean, John's, I guess, thought process behind it made sense because it's yeah, like, you know, sure. you got to get rid of Schaefer's. It's your bar, Nita and uh, whatever the fuck is uh, Ryan. Uh, it's your bar. So you need to have your own identity. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally understand it. But to go with that name, I think was kind of stupid. Uh, but uh, oh, so, yeah. But then, like, you, you asked him, you asked Jeff to leave. Right. You have this very amicable split. Yeah. You know, everyone moves on. And then Anita's like, I want you to come back. And he's like, well, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the whole, like, I want this place to be me and it's not. So fuck y'all. So uh, the customers, you know, they're they're into the bar. They dig it. Yeah. John touches tables. He's, you know, he's talking to everybody. Just mm-hmm. John being John. Right? And there's like an old couple that's like, I like the hearth idea. Yeah. They're all get to Very. Which is fine. Okay. Uh, so now Nita's, and Nita's making it happen like she's being an owner like she's, yeah she is she's she's hustling it up and she's uh doing what she needs to do to make it happen and you know john's kind of like all right my work's done then well, the, well there was there was one guy at the relaunch who was also at the stress test and he looked like a douchey 80s wall street guy he had the suspenders oh the, he's the one he was, with the hundred dollars oh yeah like, he just raised it up and he's like what's up and then he makes a second appearance yeah at the end yeah. that's right and then so he was absurd. like oh they, she, they tips totally hundred this hundred dollars today i'm like, like mm-hmm. shut up and steal more money from poor people you piece of shit he's yeah he's like fucking monster so weird yeah it so it was funny though it was <laughs> yeah it was kind of like gordon and gecko-y of him uh but so now uh we get to the six weeks later mm. and we come to find out that uh nita has changed the name back to shavers yep. and jeff is managing so totally just all right john thanks for uh thanks all your for hard work but i I see we've made one step forward, but we are interested in one step back. Yeah. So let's do that. Several instead. steps backwards. They don't return the producers' calls for updates. So oh no yeah, yeah. The they're like they're making. It's there again. There was very that was sad syndrome yeah. shit going on there. Yeah. Which all right, man, just know that you're gonna have to probably you're probably you're probably gonna fail. Uh, so. Max, do you have our uh, our update? I I do our I, update. I, I, yeah, for, oh, for do, oh. all of us. But I feel like we should we should rate the episode as it is on its own merits, right? As yeah, a piece of of television history going mm-hmm. down in the books, uh, and then we can you know peel back the layers and go behind the scenes on this. To be fair, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. I like okay. that. Uh, all right, uh, I'll go. Um, I'm gonna give this episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I should tell what's going on here for our new <laughs> listeners. Uh, we are now going to rate this episode from uh, our shattered glass review. Uh, one shattered glass being a complete fucking mess, to five being just Michael Jordan hitting a three in the playoffs to win the championship. That level of excellence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're one to five. Uh, so on a scale of one to five, I'm gonna give this. I don't know, man. I'm gonna go two point seven five. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm coming in a little hard on this one. I'll tell you why. Is because just from a plot, I'm looking at it from a plot line perspective. Okay. Like, and now this is just how I feel about the rating. Like, if you want to rate it on a different scale or a different lens, fine. But this one, I'm looking at it from plot line. And let us it, know, internet listeners and users. Yeah, let us like, know. Let us know how you feel about these episodes. Yeah, we want to know hear, uh, your feedback. 
For sure. Um, so I'm giving it a 2.75 just from plotline perspective because it's just like it didn't make any fucking sense. Like, why did Jeff sell the place? I mean, why did he sell it all but to sabotage it to then bring it back? Um, and I felt like with the with the title, listen, y'all, it's sabotage. That should have been the uh, the major plotline, and we abandoned it. Like halfway I don't know, through, yeah, like halfway through. So I'm kind of like, what the fuck? And you know, I just it, Nita didn't make a lot of sense. To, I mean, she was entertaining because she was just erratic as fuck. <laughs> it was like, so I guess that's an upside of her just pure just erratic behavior of chasing Lindsay in the parking lot being like, she's the best thing that happened in this place. And it's like, well, no, she's not. And there are just a lot of missteps on that end. And also, you know, look, y'all, uh, Nita and uh, Ryan really just slapping John in the face with all of his hard work and just going back to the where they were before. Like, what the fuck, man? There's a lot of other, there are so many other desperate bars out there that needs his help. Yeah. And you pissed that away. That. So fuck y'all. 2.75. Mic drop. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher <clears throat> to three only because we had a really good taffer breakdown. Mm. Um, I really like the kitchen uh, upgrade. Like those were some standouts for me, but I agree with everything Jim said with everything else. Yeah. So that's kind of how, but I was, I was entertained um, and I was like sort of thrilled, especially in the beginning. I was like, Oh, this has the potential to be like in the beginning. I was like, Ooh, this might be a really good one. We might all rate it high. And then it kind of like, dropped off and i got upset and like blah 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 and my um yeah and then in the end oh my god i was just so sad with the name and like the sign yeah and that's the other the, the oh R that was so sad i was like this come on guys oh however though yeah like i'm kind of at the, at the point where like the team makes such a gorgeous transformation even if it's like not in the vision of the person yes they sort of took away the sports bar thing but like they should be way more appreciative of how nice everything looks and like how much money they put into it like yeah it's a big deal that's huge man like brand new bar brand new wall painting like just everything um it still looked 10 times better than it did before so i don't know i was like sad at how they just slept yeah, I feel like Taffer you can have nice face. sports bars without the grungy, gross feel. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, sure. like, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a three, which you know, a sort of measly three. Yeah. Right, Max. Well, how how you weighing in here? Oh boy, yeah. This this dropped off really quickly for me. Yeah. As a quality episode, but that's also what made me upset. I was like really excited, and then I was like, oh. Started off great, like you said. Taffer's tantrums were it's great. Awesome. His TTs, his TT, <laughs> Taffer tantrums. sounds it's close to sounding inappropriate, but yeah, his TTs right. were great. Uh, I really loved Aaron McCargo's great zinger. Oh, mm. is this a bad time to mention the soup is cold? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's just priceless. In answer to your question, Aaron, yes, that would have been a bad time to yeah. say that. Uh, I, I don't know, but everything was just so disappointing, and there's it no was resolution. Right, every episode you want this bar to come through better on the other side, and we don't know how that was going. So it's like I feel like the episode failed itself. Yeah, yeah. oh totally. Uh, you know, maybe I mean, it was a sabotage. <laughs> right, I feel meta like, sabotage. Maybe it was a yeah. Maybe it did live up to its name, right? Yeah. Maybe either the producer sabotaged this episode, or the bar sabotaged the producers. You know, maybe it was more than Who just knows? Jeff sabotaging it. So I don't know. I gotta. I'm trying to figure out what drops the score versus what gives it a few saving graces like john's tts but I, I, i'm looking at two and a half mm. Mm. damn maybe even two stars damn maybe split the difference two and a quarter whoa i thought right. two and a quarter I there were a you. lot of letdowns harsh, in harsh this. review 
you know, and I get it, you know, because there's definitely a lot of uh, fundamental plot line. Again, for me, plot line issues and also the drop off and yeah, no, 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 no resolution. Just everything just seemed off about this episode. But we still love you, John. We don't, still love don't you. Don't ever get you. that twisted, buddy. You don't ever that. change at all. No. Except for maybe this episode. Maybe if you remaster this episode. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, the Blazers. God. Please keep those so up. We're so good. Blazer Games official. We respect that. We got a lot of respect for you. You know that. Uh, so what's our uh, what's our update now? So, oh, this one was a giant mess. I mean, we could do a whole podcast just on the updates. Oh, oh damn. This thing. Well, but lay it on me. To start positively, um, on their Facebook page, they do have a lot of events going on. No comedy shows. Like <laughs> some of the other bars damn. you've seen. Damn it. Uh, you know, they have like bingo. They have bingo, karaoke, darts, live music nights, like, like stuff that, you know, I guess brings in inventory yeah. right. or right. Uh, business. In right, right, right. Um, they have a nice website. Uh, we do need to put up a video from October 2nd, which I believe was just after this episode aired. Okay. Uh, and they were playing cornhole. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> and fun all, everything John did looks to be undone. I saw wow. no hearth home warmness in there. Whoa. So they that. really like. They, they really just it tore it down. Uh, mm. Overall, I mean, I can read through some more of these notes, but the summary is basically they felt forced to do and say a lot by the producers during this episode. Mm. They said they felt um. really steamrolled and really hated the experience. So both Ryan and Nita posted. I guess a you lot. could kind of tell that. You could yeah. see that. Yeah. Shine That's through. what we were talking about. You know, like it seemed ungenuine, like totally not genuine. Disin- they have posts all over the place and they didn't enjoy the experience. At one point, uh, the producers were interviewing Ryan and allegedly. Allegedly, Ryan said, well, how much do you want us to say we're losing a month? And they said, for this episode, we want you to say 10K, 10K a month and that your house is on the line. What? And at some points, allegedly, they had cue cards. Spike TV. I know. I don't like that there is a man behind the curtain. Yeah. I do not. Ah! It, um, it's like it's like the Matrix. Like, we've stepped outside. Yeah, we're taking the red pill. That's what this. I was... That's the hey. feeling I got, too. Yeah. So it's really, like, confirming. They said they, they had to read cue cards because they just had to make up all this stuff. Nita had a huge Facebook post saying... Does she really have a kid, though? I yeah, hope yeah, so. Yeah, the, kid don't, don't, <laughs> the kid's fake. Don't make up this faux baby here. I don't want that. The kid's name is Ryder Lee, whatever the last name okay. is. So like, again, okay. I know Arlie may be seen as a bad choice of way to go but in terms of like john's creative direction of like schaefer's is the past we want yeah the future. he was trying the to future no i respect shot. that i get sure it. i mean you know maybe have the bar called riders instead of that's actually Robert a cute Reeves. name yeah. Yeah. riders riders bar and grill yeah so nita had a huge rant on facebook saying i'm sorry for all of this the whole staff are great everyone's great Everyone's solid. The staff of Bar Rescue? Oh, no, no, of Schaefer's. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Jeff, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay apparently stormed out. That breakdown was because the producers allegedly... Okay. This is allegedly... Yeah, this is all their side. Okay. Allegedly, the producers took out the sweet vermouth and other bottles she needed to make the drinks. Holy shit. What? I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, this I don't know, hard. man. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a, uh, an episode... I think in the first or second season, and it was uh, it was a real sleazy Vegas bar. It was the one where the, the owner hit on John Taffer's wife. Yeah. Oh, remember yeah. remember that. Do you remember this? I do remember that. That was like legend. It was legendary, That's but he really came out very, very vocal about how he was strong-armed to do and mm. say certain things by the producers. And, mm. and this just really has big echoes of that. 
Interesting. Uh, but at least that was an entertaining episode from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. It just felt very weird and 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 half-assed. Um, what else to say? It's just yeah, you know, we never liked this. We went back as soon as we could. Um, Yikes. Ryan mm. says I was never. I'm not a bartender. I was never meant to be. I'm just working. I just work I'm here like I'm not a bartender. So it's sort of a. It's impressive that he did as amazing as he did behind yeah. the bar. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, they thought it was going to be the best thing to do. They all met and like agreed on what was, you know, what it meant to be on Bar Rescue and go forward as a team to do Bar Rescue. And they just really regret the decision. Interesting. I guess that happens, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not going to bat a thousand. I mean, again, uh, we, everyone has a different experience of Bar Rescue. Uh, but I will say that I'm still on Spike's team. Uh, still, me too, I, guys. I yeah. still yeah. appreciate what you do. I still appreciate all the work you do, and <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it's like a relationship. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes so. you got to play dirty. Sometimes yeah, play dirty, yeah. <laughs> some, like in relationships. Sometimes <laughs> like in you gotta, wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just got to get the episode done, and maybe it's not. You know. Yeah. Not the best move, but you know, highs and lows in every relationship. Here Absolutely. And right. so on that spike, and so that's why for all that stuff, I wanted to make sure we said that afterwards. I don't want to. Yeah. The ratings were low enough as it was for this episode. I don't want to. Oh, you even looked that up? No, 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 our, no ratings. our ratings. Oh, our ratings. So we do our ratings. <laughs> oh, I, and I, then I probably should add like, like what are the TV ratings? The Nielsen <laughs> ratings for uh, each other. We could do that. Um, so, all right. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's the episode, uh, in a nutshell, uh, you know, again, uh, we really pulled back the curtain on this one. Um, but you know, uh, before we get out of here, you know, of course, uh, email us at shutterdownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us, uh, everything you want us to know about Bar Rescue. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at shutdown recap. Uh, also, uh what was i going to plug uh oh max uh there's you have some stuff coming up that yeah yeah it's gonna be a crazy couple weeks um first off tuesday uh at eight o'clock i'm at a carmen uh, the comedy show at bar none with sam ajama and josh potter uh thursday i'm at qed uh happy place comedy show at 7 p.m special early time to accommodate me yeah in my early hours uh, and then November 20th, I'm recording my debut comedy album alongside Vicki Cooperman, who will be recording her second comedy album. Uh, so go to wildproject.com to uh, find tickets and buy tickets and show up. It's November 20th, right before Thanksgiving at 8 p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. It will be a great night. We have uh, Kendra Cunningham and Mark Maeda opening for us. How about that? Oh, hell yeah. It will be an awesome night. Please buy tickets. Uh, they are selling fast. And be sure to uh, talk to Max after the show all about Bar Rescue. Yes. He will love. He'd love to talk <laughs> with you all about it. Uh, Katrin, what, uh, you got anything coming up you want to talk um, about? Yeah, I am actually Monday, October 17th. I will be at the Experiment Comedy Gallery in Williamsburg. That's fun venue. 930. Um Doing some stand-up with some bells, so come on over. Nice. Phil's tomato show. Uh, yes, go go check that out. Um, 
what was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, this, I mean, this episode will be up today. So let's say that you want to come see me. Let's play that game. Right. <laughs> I let's, like that game. Let's, let's say you're interested in seeing me do shit. Um, I'm going to be at Freddy's, uh, Monday night, uh, 17th at nine o'clock for Ed Sullivan on acid, the longest running, uh, bar show in Brooklyn, yes. uh, Cato. Calvin Cato and Richard James, uh, both lovely humans. Uh, and then Tuesday night, the 18th, I will be at 138 Ludlow Street for the Ludlow Low Lives show. That'll be super fun. And then on the 22nd, I will be at the Human Citizen show uh, at 884 Pacific Street in Brooklyn, New York at 8 o'clock. So I have three shows this week, which is unheard of. Almost want to make a little <laughs> Facebook thing, but don't want to get ahead of myself with that. <laughs> so uh, Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, make that. It. Yeah. Do it. All right, maybe I will. Fuck it. Uh, so that is uh, that is our show. Um, thank you for tuning in, and we love you. And of course, uh, always keep shutting it down.